Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I am an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social-life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so much more. We think that living a healthy lifestyle is for every member in the family, from young children to adults. Everyone in the household will benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. If you're ready to learn some helpful tips for the whole family, let's do this thing. Hello, everybody. Today, we are talking about vision, uh, what it is, what the benefits of having a vision are, the different kinds of vision work. And I'm actually going to have Roberta pop in there because I think she does a little bit more different kinds of vision work than I do. So she'll probably be a big asset when we talk about that. All right. So a vision, what is a vision? (laughs) It's not like this thing that just, you know, a vision in the future. I mean, yes, it is, but that's not all it is. So do you remember like back when you were a little kid and you wanted to be all the things all at once, right? Like a doctor, a superhero, president, like you think of your kids now and you ask them what they want to be and they have all these answers for you, right? And like, so cool that they can do that. And then somewhere along the way, we kind of like, we lose that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So for me, it hit me my senior year, what I wanted to actually do with my life. Before that, I was just kind of like rolling through high school, being a good student that I was and not thinking that I was going to go to college because I couldn't afford it. Um, but I had an awesome senior year with a, a great shop teacher and it pushed me to want to become a shop teacher. I loved working in the wood shop and I envisioned having an amazing shop of my own one day, teaching kids who wanted to learn this stuff, having summers off with my kids and my husband, who was also going to be a school teacher, uh, and then being able to travel in the summer and go to the cabin when we wanted to. His parents own a cabin. We're actually here now. I'm recording from the cabin. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like I was a senior in high school when this vision happened for me. And I think you guys can probably all kind of relate to that too. Um, When you're in high school, you think about all this stuff, like what you want your life to look like. And today I'm living that dream. Like all this stuff happened because I had a vision to work towards. Um, So where, where do we lose this ability to keep dreaming and continue on dreaming once we've met those dreams, right? Like I hit that goal. I, hit that dream. And then we kind of get there and we're like, okay, cool. Like here I am, but what's next? Like, am I just stuck here? I've got the husband, I've got the kids, I've got the job. Um, And then we just kind of maybe feel a little stuck. Like what's, what's next. And so maybe those things aren't bringing the level of joy and fulfillment, fulfillment that you thought that they would, if they aren't, I'm here to tell you that you should not feel guilty about that. Uh, if not, then then something has to give. Something has, you have to start dreaming again and start envisioning this future that you want. Uh, some benefits of having a vision. In actuality, a vision is that fuel. It's that why and that hope that you need to keep pushing forward. Uh, I would argue that if you don't have a clear vision for your life, 
then what is the point in moving through all those day-to-day actions, right? Maybe you're stuck in a job that you don't really like and you're like, I have to get up at this time and I have to go to work and I have to sit there. And like, if you don't have a vision for your future, then what is the point in doing all those day-to-day actions? Um, So often we put ourselves on autopilot during the day and not even really thinking about that why. Mm-hmm. So why am I in this crap job that I'm in right now? <laughs> is it because this is the next step to my dream career? If so, you can enjoy that adventure then of being in that job. Like you can enjoy that a little bit more because you're like, well, I'm not going to be stuck here forever. Right. But if you've just settled and gotten lazy and you have kind of lost sight of where you're going, you're probably going to hate your job. And you're probably, if you're hating your job, you're not really going to feel fulfilled at home either. Like if you are not fulfilled in your job during the day, you're not going to feel it when you get home. Why am I eating these veggies instead of Oreos? Uh, Is it because I want to lose weight and be healthier and feel good in a swimsuit when summertime comes around, right? This puts me in a better spot to find veggie recipes that I love. And then eating the Oreos once in a while, because I have a healthy relationship with food versus well, someone told me to eat the veggies, right? Like if you don't have that clear vision of why you're doing something uh, like that last one, that's going to make me hate veggies. Someone telling me to eat veggies, I'm not going to want to eat veggies. Like if I don't have a good Mm -hmm. why behind it, I'm going to hate eating veggies and I'm going to loathe the fact that I can eat Oreos, even though that's not true. I eat Oreos, you guys. Oreos (laughs) are amazing. (laughs) So why are you living in the house that you're in? Why are you with the man that you're with? Why, or woman, uh, why am I not living the life I want to live? Okay, so these are all important questions that you should be asking yourself. Uh, Okay, so number two, number two benefit. Life will be so much more exciting. You'll have something to look forward to in those times of suck. Because yes, just because you have a vision doesn't mean that you're not going to have sucky times, right? I think back to going back to my original vision of wanting to be the shop teacher that I am today, going through college classes, being the only female in most of my classes, not having any other females, except for I had one female professor who was awesome, but like not having other females to look up to. I mean, that was hard, but I had a vision of where I wanted to go. And so I kept pushing on. Okay. For us forward, after we graduated, we went up to Alaska This was really hard for me because I really wanted my own shop right away and I wanted to start teaching. Uh, What happened was they offered my husband the job and I ended up being a paraprofessional for two years, which was good. I was still working with kids and I knew that when we went up there and that was actually Alaska was one of our dreams that we had talked about. So I was okay with putting my other dream on hold of having my own shop for a while, but it was hard, like pushing pushing through that, still keeping that vision in mind, that made me want to come back from Alaska and keep searching for that teaching job that I wanted. And then I finally get to that teaching job that I wanted. And it was even harder. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it was so stinking hard. I had, I would argue, (laughs) probably one of the worst first years of teaching that a first year teacher could have. Um, and like, I think about the, the teachers and the first year teachers that just started out last year in the pandemic. And I'm not like, I'm not downplaying that at all for them, but it was hard. It, I had 
I had five different uh, preps. It was originally a three teacher school for tech teachers. They had knocked it down to one, but they had kept the caseload the same. And then I had three shops to take care of. And it was, it was just, it was a nightmare for a first year teacher. And then of course, dealing with behaviors and feeling a little insignificant as a female shop teacher in a predominantly male position, always keeping that vision of mine in mind, even though maybe that wasn't the school I was going to stay at. So having a vision really helps you understand why you are where you are and it helps you enjoy the journey more. So I did not really get into my first year details, but I was a hot mess. I was a hot mess. <laughs> I literally was crying like all the time. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> so number three, benefits. Uh, if we lose sight of where we're going, we lose sight of who we want to become. And I'm going to say that again. If we lose sight of where we're going, we lose sight of who we want to become. So often we think that vision is just the things that we want to have, but we don't think about that person that we have to become to get there. And this is something that I really stress to my students a lot. And I'm like, you guys, you can do whatever you want to do in life. But if you're not willing to put the work in and maybe change a little bit of who you are, like not coming to class on time is probably not a good quality to have for a site manager. (laughs) You know, so like pointing that out to them, like you can do whatever you want, but you might have to start changing who you are right now to get there because some of you aren't pointed in the right direction for the job that you want. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes down to what we've talked about before is knowing what your core values are and your core beliefs and letting that really help guide you to who you want to be now Mm -hmm. and in the future. Mm -hmm. Yep. I had a huge epiphany last year during a Bible study with my girls from Alaska. The chapter was all about asking God, what should I do? And expecting him to just come forth with that answer, right? We just, we expect like the clouds to part and God to get, tell us like, what are we, what are we supposed to do next? (laughs) I think a lot of us can relate to that. Uh, But really what we need to be asking is, uh, God, who should I be and who do you want me to become? So, I mean, this chapter was like so eye-opening to me because I was actually doing this stuff when I was asking him, like, what, what should I do? Like when we chose to leave Alaska, God, what, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't know if I should come back for a third year. I was pretty miserable up there too towards the end uh there was a lot of stuff going on that I won't get into but I was not the person that I wanted to be and I knew if I came back the next year and I told Matt this too I'm like I you're not going to recognize me if we come back next year I am going to start becoming bitter and like a terrible person. (laughs) And I just knew that because I was already headed in that direction the second year that we were up there. So really asking that question instead of like, what am I supposed to do? Well, is what you're supposed to do leading you towards who you're supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Number four, uh, you can be that inspiring person 
that is encouraging when others lose their way. Okay. So I think of my own kids here. When my kids get lost when they're older or even now, um, I can be that light. Look at what mom did. (laughs) It wasn't freaking easy. I had a Mm -hmm. hard time. Uh, but I did it anyways, because I had a vision and I worked towards it. That's what I wanted. That's what I knew I wanted. I also think of my kids at school here. Uh, I just had a really amazing conversation with a small group of them while we were on a field trip. And I got to hear some of their really awesome goals and encourage them to go after them. And it was really, really cool because oftentimes we're in like a large classroom setting and I don't really get to get that like deep and I mean, I like when I'm walking around helping them and stuff with projects, I ask them questions like that, but it's so short because I've got 10 other kids wanting to ask me questions too, you know? So it was just cool talking to them and kind of encouraging them like, yes, you can do that. That's, that's awesome. But again, you got to think about who do I actually have to be to do this? Number five, you're less likely to look back at your life with regret. So You've been thinking of doing this thing for a while, right? Like if you're listening to this episode, maybe you're like, hmm, I need, I need a little more vision work in my life. And I kind of got something on my brain. Um, my guess is that even if you fail at this thing that you've been thinking about doing, you're not going to look back and say, oh, that was stupid. I wish I wouldn't have done that. And even if you do, you can still kind of pull out some good things from it, right? Like, We don't go through things and everything is negative. Like, I mean, unless that's the mindset that you're in, then yeah, that's probably all you're going to see. But my guess is you're going to look back at the person you became along the way and think, wow, I am a bad A. (laughs) We've been trying to uh, keep the swearing out of these episodes, but (laughs) and (laughs) even though that didn't work out, I've done so much along the way. What's next? Right. So instead of looking at those things that you want to try as like, a, oh, well, I I don't want to start this because what if I fail at it? Well, what if you do what's going to happen? Nothing. Right. You're going to learn something along the way. You're either going to learn that, oh, I didn't like that thing. So I'm going to try something new or you're going to learn like, oh, I really like that thing. I'm going to keep going with it and and keep doing more of it. So. I, you know, I think the biggest thing is you don't want to look back and and regret that you didn't try something. Absolutely. Okay. Getting into different kinds of vision work, because a lot of what I just talked about was like thinking about big plans in the future, right? It doesn't always have to be that vision work is very powerful and it can also be very overwhelming if you have no clue what you're doing in that kind of area, but there are other simpler things to do. I'm just going to mention a few and then Roberta just chime in whenever, because I feel like you do more of this than I do on a consistent daily basis, but you can envision your day and moving through difficult parts of it every morning. So if you know that there's going to be something that pops up during the day, that's going to be totally overwhelming and hard. Picture yourself, like close your eyes, focus on your breathing, picture yourself moving through that situation with like ease and grace and like all the things that could come at you that, might spiral you out of control or imagine those things. Okay. How could I handle this better so that this doesn't happen? Yeah. And I think the opposite is true with that exact practice. It can also be used at the end of the day. In fact, I I needed to use this yesterday. We had a kind of a rough day here. A lot of 
crabby. Well, all four of us were crabby. Family of four, all four of us were crabby. It's not which a good can lead, Right. It can lead to some difficult things. And so I got in bed last night. I was so tired and I was just ready to fall asleep. And I thought, I, I can't just go to bed thinking about the negatives. And so I closed my eyes, took some breaths. And instead of just going through my day chronologically, I thought about what were the good things that happened mm. today? Well, we got a lot done. We went on a walk with the kids. We had fun with them at the park. And like, there were parts of our day that went really well. Mm -hmm. It was just easier to focus on the negative and the frustrating moments with four crabby people, right? But right. visualizing the day at the end of the day and focusing on what were those moments that went well was really helpful. And I'm convinced it's what actually helped me sleep because I think if I would have gone to bed thinking about all the negatives, I would have been super restless and had trouble falling asleep, but thinking about, oh, okay, well, we actually did have some meaningful, good moments with the kid. We got a lot done on our to-do list. The house looks good. Like mm -hmm. it didn't end up being a disaster zone at the end of the day. So I call that a win. Right. Yeah. And that yeah, just really helped like us that. sleep. And it, and it, I think helped us start off with a better day today. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I had a rough time yesterday as well. And I caught myself like spiraling. Like I just kept thinking about all the, the things that were setting me off and I'm like, Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I need to stop. And so I put some, I put my headphones in and I started listening to a podcast just to get my head off of it. Mm -hmm. So that's not necessarily vision work, but I mean, I was stuck in a negative vision. So if you right. see, if you feel yourself in that space, then walk away. And I was, I was on a walk. <laughs> like I was on a walk out in nature. And then I'll, all I was thinking about was the negative stuff. So find yeah. something to do that will take you out of that negative vision space. Yeah. Another thing you can do is in the morning, like envision, or even like on Sunday nights, we like to talk about our week together, like what's going on, communicate it, write it in our calendar. Um, you can do this with your month, with your year. If you want to go out that far, I'm not that mm -hmm. organized yet. So, <laughs> but this is also something that you can do like directly after affirmations, um, because you've moved through those positive affirmations and then you're going to move through your day your week or your month or your year if you're that awesome <laughs> um so that's another thing you can do these are all like envisioning things in your head but there's other methods like I kind of talked about writing out your day your week your month you can also listen to your vision so I've actually written out my five-year vision plan I have recorded it however I not a huge fan of the app that I recorded it in. I just don't like the format. I can't pause it. So like mm -hmm. if something happens, yeah. it's really annoying. <laughs> like yeah. I can't pause because it'll just start back over at the beginning. And my, like I said, my vision is very long. And so I don't want that to happen either. So I am thinking about doing it in a, like just a zoom recording or something that way I just have the audio or a yeah, different I like that idea. recording. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anything else you want to add to that? Like any other things that you do vision work wise? Sure. I think um, I tried that same app you're talking about and I didn't like it either. So I moved more towards instead of listening to it every day, I would write it or read it 
mm-hmm. um, every day. That was good. However, you talking about the Zoom, I think that's something I want to do too, because for me, like, yes, it's important to write it down. I need to do that. But also if I could have something that I can listen to while I'm doing the dishes or I'm doing something that, you know, needs to be done, but I'm not enjoying it or, mm-hmm. you know, something where I can listen to it and remind me like, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do have these goals and dreams for my life. Right. Yeah. And I also want to mention, like, these are not my original ideas, um, but I have been practicing them for like a year and a half and they've been going well. I actually originally got them from uh, Micah Folsom, her podcast. It's called Do Your Crap. And Mm -hmm. you said you've been listening to Rachel Hollis a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel Hollis, um, Brad Bizjack, um, Micah Folsom. Yeah. I think they all have really good good vision work. And and what I got stuck on originally was I want to do my vision exactly the way they do theirs. And that's not mm-hmm. um, going to be helpful. I mean, our vision needs to take on its own format because our dreams and, and ideas for our life is going to be different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also super important to recognize. We were just talking about how both of us have super bad perfectionistic tendencies. And mm-hmm. So again, we mentioned this like every episode, um, don't feel like you have to 100% follow what we're telling you to do, do what works for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of those things that works for a majority of the population is attaching a time to it. So like our five-year vision or Mm one-year vision or 10-year vision. And for me, that gets me super overwhelmed. Right. So I've moved more towards these are my dreams these are my goals this is my vision and then just when whenever something happens I meet that dream I'm living that dream then that's taken off the list and replaced with something else Mm -hmm. and I think that that works better for me because it it makes it it just for me it makes it less stressful Yeah. But I think I'm in the minority of the population. I think for most people having that time attached to it is helpful. Yeah. I don't, I don't really, I need to, I need to do a little bit more research on this for myself because Mm -hmm. um, yeah, same. I can get a little overwhelmed when I listen to it and that's why I don't necessarily listen to it every day. But when I don't listen to it, I'm listening to uh, somebody else, like a different podcast to get me hyped up and in a good mood in the morning. Uh, so I would also at, like, I want to work on breaking mine down into yearly. Cause I have a five year, but then I would like to break it down into yearly and then break that down further into monthly. And then we like, what are the things I need to do weekly for these things to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And that is one thing I'll do. So like, especially when I'm writing out my vision or my dreams, it's like, then I take it down to what is one actionable step that I can do today or one actionable step I can do this week to push mm-hmm. me towards that goal. Um, and bringing, yeah, breaking it down into smaller, yeah, smaller tasks or, or things. Hey, you guys, Roberta and I want to get the word out there about our podcast. So if you have anyone in mind that needs to hear it, please make sure you share it with them. But also we want to give you guys a little something. So if you share to your stories, 
uh, one of our episodes. It doesn't even have to be this one, but either a screenshot or like a 15 second nugget that you got out of it. Share by Wednesday of this coming week and your name will get entered into a drawing for a little Amazon gift card. So help us get the word out and let's do this thing. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, Don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.